Welcome to the Junkyard Love Podcast. My dudes and my dudettes, welcome to the Junkyard Love Podcast, where, before we get going, I like to leave a recommendation. And today's recommendation is in the form of a 10 minute and 48 seconds long TED Talk on YouTube. It is called, What I Learned About Freedom After Escaping North Korea. It's crazy. You should totally check it out. Puts a perspective on your life for show. Um, today we've got Andre and Beto, Andre and Rob. Um, It's a great episode. This was from uh, February 10th, I believe. It's a little bit back in the archives. I'm working through the archives currently, as of course I'm not having um, new guests come face to face here with me at the studio. So um, I did and may be doing um, more video conferencing. I did some some meditation mindfulness um, conversation this morning with a friend that I recorded that I may upload in the form of a podcast. Um, and I, I may be doing some more mindfulness meditation related, um, stuff, audio things and guided meditations in the coming, um, days and and while we're on quarantine here. So be on the lookout for that. Anyway, here's the episode. I hope you enjoy it. Have a good rest of your day. Take care of yourself. Get outside and breathe some fresh air. Don't be afraid of the outside just because we're locked inside. Just be afraid of touching people and surfaces. Wash your hands. Let's go. All right, so we, uh, we're we going to start things off with, uh, Andre, you were telling me that eye clothing is actually like some sort of front for some sort of alien work. Not alien, but it's a front for our space company. Space company. Okay, yeah. so you don't know anything about aliens? Not yet. What do you know about aliens? You sure? You lying? I don't think I know anything You got to tell them. me. You know you're Maybe. obligated to tell me. It'd be cool if they existed. I think it'd be awesome to not be alone in this massive universe. But okay, what, what do you guys genuinely think? Let's start with aliens for sure. Beto, pull this thing a little bit closer to your mouth when you're getting in there. Okay. But what, what do you think? Because like I, I feel like uh, I was watching Joe Rogan in the... Like, this, I think the CIA has officially, like, said, like, yeah, we do have this saucer and we don't. Mm-hmm. It's, like, actual government information, I think, now. It's not like they're, like, denying it. But I don't know. Like, what can we I, even do with that? What do you guys think? I don't know. I totally believe in them. Uh, there was this one time I was out camping in Abernathy. Seen a lot of crazy shit out there. I saw... Yeah. Let's start with the UFO story, though. I bet you see a lot of shit out there. All right. Dude, lay, lay, out, lay out the location for me. Like uh, Abernathy, if you've been in, out in the woods in the area, then you know where that exactly. Imagine people who are listening to the podcast don't know the area. So, wooded area. So, uh, you go out towards uh, Long Beach. It's about 15 minutes out. You take Abernathy Road. You, go, you follow that road all the way till the end and you get onto a dirt road and there's just a whole bunch of dirt roads out there that you can take a lot of people go out there to go shooting to go camping you know and throw go. parties yeah we used to party all the time out there <laughs> <laughs> i know i was waiting for damn parties. that's how it was for us dude it's, if you think of it, it's like different than people from like florida per se but that's what happens when you're from here so yeah exactly but yeah one night we were out there it was uh me and two other buddies and i remember just randomly waking up in the middle of the night 
think I had a piss or something. And <laughs> I look up at the sky and I was like, whoa, what the hell? I'm like, what is that? And you would just see like this light doing like all kinds of different like zigzags in the sky. Like, you know how like a plane would usually just go like straight, you know, just keep going. This thing was staying in one spot then it would go down and it would go up and then it'd go to the left and then it'd go right. And then it looked like it was getting closer to us. So I woke up my friends and I'm like, dude, check that light out. And they woke up and they're like, what the fuck? Oh, is they it? saw it too. This is the thing. Yeah. I was like, I thought you were going to you poor guy. You're just out there by yourself. Oh, hell no, dude. I woke everyone. <laughs> Let's look at this and it's gone. <laughs> I woke everyone up and I was like, dude, what the fuck? And what? They, yeah, it was the same deal with them. So that was the UFO story. And then, dude, there was this one time we went out there. This was probably like my senior year in high school. Uh, apparently, the the story is there's gypsies out there and like weird people and whatnot. So we went out there with a group of like eight. We were just, you know, driving around the dirt roads. It was probably like 10 p.m. And you make this one stop and we just like go look around. And I remember smelling like something was dead. So I flash my light and I, there's like this shred up carcass of like a deer and I get like this group to come check it out. I'm like, yo, everyone come check this out. And then the girls that we were with were like, ah, like we got to go. So nice. we hop into the truck and as we're pull, cause it was a dead end. So you, you had to do like the whole turn thing. Yeah. So we were turning and soon as we turn the truck straight, we see this dude with long ass hair, just, you can't even look at his eyes. He's just looking straight down and just like staring at us. Oh. And we're like, what the <laughs> fuck? All the girls start screaming and dude, yeah, we were like, what the fuck is that? So the dude with the truck and then this, whatever it was, I don't know if it was a guy or a girl, starts walking into the woods and the dude in the truck starts driving closer to him and then the the man thing stops and just like stares thing. at us and we slowly start driving off and we just start uh saying crap to to it and then dude starts chasing us and yeah dude <laughs> it was, it was like so a, the intro to a crazy music video like <laughs> dude it was the craziest thing i've ever seen i'm like what the fuck i don't know what it was i mean probably some sort of gypsy thing or some witch it's like, dude, why are you out there that, yeah, dude, like I said, it was like 10. There. Yeah, dude, it's like, it's way out there. So it's like, why are you out here? Well, and did why you see you any just... other cars out there too? No. Like, like, yeah, cause it's like, he's clearly living out there at some sorts or it's somewhere by there, right? Like, he must've been near his, his home. You were yeah, treading dude. on his turf. His yeah, nest. that's a, like too creepy. Actually, no, there was another time too. Abernathy's a crazy spot. All kinds of shit, hit me with it. So there was another time we were out there, we were partying and whatnot and we decided, oh, let's just stay out here as long as we can. We'll just bring food and, you know, just live out here. So I think it was like we did it. So we were out there for a full day. And then towards the end of the like the la the next day, uh, it got dark and it was just like windy and stuff. And we could just hear uh, like something walking around us and just like mm. it felt like we were being watched. You get that feeling, right? Like, no doubt. Yeah. So we immediately all were like fuck this we're going home and we just packed our stuff up we didn't see anything but we just got so freaked out and yeah at that point i think i was probably like only like uh 
freshman or a sophomore. So I was kind of like, holy shit, just get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just leave. That's creepy. Dude, that feeling is mad real. Like uh, I always talk about <clears throat> everybody knows and it's hard to explain. Like you're driving on the freeway, you're going 70 and you like take a glance over at the motherfucker and he knows instantly that you just looked at him and yeah, he looks right exactly. at you. I get that like, all the time. Or you feel it. Like it's some sort of like, and you know, if you're the victim of being glanced at, you're like, what the fuck is looking at me? Like you look over, you know, even this little kid in the backseat of a car or something yeah. like that. <laughs> Isn't it where, you know, even going 70 miles an hour with like a metal box around us, you can get that feeling. So definitely when you're in like a, you know, a wooded area, like with your, with your friends, like, you know, okay, we're vulnerable. Like mm -hmm. it kind of reminds you quickly of like this fun games we're having is like, you hear something and you're like, Oh, yeah, this is like the real, there could be something out there. Like it's like I could feel that. I feel that all the time. I mean, not in the woods all the time, but at our stores or especially at shows. If you look at yeah. somebody, then all of a sudden they look back at you. Like you, you know, that you knew that you were looking at each other or something. Yeah. Strange. It's just, something it's it's it. a missed love connection. That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, all these semi-truck drivers that I've probably been in love with. Just in my way. Andre, you got any alien stories? You got any alien um, or, or even weird. One night I was out walking my dogs up the road at my house where it kind of overlooks the whole town and stuff. And uh, I was looking up at the sky because I normally always just space off looking up into the, you know, into space. <laughs> and I, I saw this a light, I guess, where it was some sort of a, it looked like it was an aircraft or spaceship or something, I guess. But it did some weird turning and stuff where it like shot in one direction and then changed direction super fast and went in another. Where it's like what I saw. A plane can't just do that. That's what know? I'm saying. Yeah, that's a, yeah. I saw the same what technology thing. do you know of that can do that? Right. Literally. And and then it just took off and disappeared. And I thought, man, that was pretty crazy. I, I need to get something like that. <laughs> sure beat driving every day. <laughs> like, can't wait to get one of those. That's my biggest thing. If, yeah, you, if you we have this. It. If we have this kind of technology already, like, uh, you know, that's what we need to use for our space company or what I'd like to use to get around because traffic is a pain. Yeah, like but we can solve all this LA traffic. We don't have to build tunnels underneath LA, bro. We can just, just borrow that alien spacecraft and just shoot in. Have you guys <laughs> seen how they like, uh, I watched, there's a, a Bob Lazar documentary on Netflix. Have you heard of that? Is it no. Bob yeah. Lazar? But I, uh, me and my buddy Eric just watched it recently uh, and then I had heard uh, Joe Rogan and should talk about it. But they talk about like, uh, what they think it, like the mechanism would be around like a flying saucer of like how it would actually like move like that and how it like bends space and time or whatever. And they're essentially kind of like saying, imagine like space and time being like a soft mattress mm -hmm. and uh, like th like putting a bowling ball on a soft mattress to where like everything like falls into it. Like if you any roll marbles that go towards it. So uh, it's like very, like, I think there's like an important conceptualization that probably would have drawn that together better but uh either way it's some sort of like intense like space time they're like the only way that that would work if those uh thrusters were actually moving as quickly as it made it look like it was moving as if they were like bending space and time in this way and they talked about it in some insane way it's just like yeah what if that technology is here man probably has i mean for how big the universe is we can't even really comprehend how massive it really is right it would be pretty ridiculous for us to be like the only living species out there that is intelligent or really any yeah. life like our planet is the only one out of trillions that has life on it it's incredibly unlikely <laughs> if, if that's true it really does raise the bar for how special that we really are and obviously oh, yeah. you look out into space you don't just see life everywhere so we really are special uh, right. with everything that we have but i think there there has to be something else out there 
at least something. Well, there is other planets with water, so you would think anything with water has some sort of life on it. Yeah, all the ingredients for life, billions of years, I mean, happened here. Exactly. It happened other places. Yeah, somehow we grew out of being like salamanders or whatever the hell the process was. <laughs> <laughs> the, the ocean is another weird one. Isn't that also crazy? Like space, you know, it's it's the frontier out there. I'm like, there's so much to explore. But like we haven't explored. It's like only like fucking 6% of our oceans or something crazy like that. Like, yeah, we know more about the surface of the moon and Mars than we do about the, the bottom of the ocean. Right. Which is so crazy. crazy. It gets so deep. I remember seeing documentary of them emptying the ocean and then there's uh this depth that's deeper it's like 20 times the size of the grand canyon if they were to empty the i remember seeing like uh the video it showed like a uh plane next to this cliff and literally it started like small and then it zoomed out all the way and like you couldn't see the plane anymore oh yeah just because how big it was i was like holy crap yeah, and for aliens, I mean, you may not have to go that far because they say that there's two moons in our own solar system, one around Saturn and one around uh, Jupiter that have a frozen layer of ice around it and a liquid uh, layer of water underneath the ice. And so, you could have a whole ocean filled of life on each one of those moons. So, and what is it like? What is the... So, because when we think water, we think like, I don't know, what is it like salt water, ocean water? Like, is it is it really water water or is it just true. like the 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 compounds of water, like the, the elements hydrogen that we and know? Oxygen. That's what water is made of. Yeah, but is there like a bunch of other crazy ass shit mixed in with it and it's kind of like a liquid close to water? No. I mean, liquid water of some kind. <laughs> it might have some other <laughs> stuff in it. But. Hey, but even if we discovered <laughs> gas that we know like, oh, we, we know how to turn that into like the gas form of water, we can even take planets like that and like, okay, what, do, what can we apply to this planet and get to where we need to go? Yeah. That's another interesting thing. Possibly. Yeah. Uh, I know that, so like I was listening to this thing, it's just like a YouTube video, I think, but they were saying that 2020 is definitely going to be the year of like the moon, like uh, of like people getting up to the moon and like actually doing work like new Going companies back. and shit. Yeah. So like more people able to get to the moon, not just like certain the people who afford like the nice spaceships or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know a ton about, about it, but it's interesting to think of uh, there's like some sort of treaty, I guess, like over 100 companies signed it or uh, countries signed it that says like the earth is or the moon is like kind of like the sky, like you can't own it or whatever. Um, but I think it's going to get like weird, like we're going to have to remake laws because people are going to start mining it and start yeah, like are, taking elements from it. The big thing that's changing with space is before exploration was always done by governments, you know, all the way back from building the sail ships and moving out and starting colonies and stuff was all funded by the government. But now with all the technology that exists and for things that are, you know, able to, to be created nowadays, a lot of companies are starting to move into this space. When yeah. you have companies in there, they're there to, you know, make a profit and do it a lot faster and get the ball rolling with um, in different ways than governments normally move with right. different motivations. You know, of course, they got to go out there and make money. But if it's a profitable thing, then now they can keep doing it and, you know, do a lot of other things that the government wouldn't be getting to for who knows how long, if not ever. Right. I feel like it's a crazy word. At that time in like human civilization, like we've we've like now... I mean, not, I don't think it's like brand new or anything, but there's always been ways, I'm sure. But there's a lot of ways, like exceeding space. We've now advanced like past government. Like we're like, okay, well, the government yeah. laws, they didn't even take time to write them down about space. So we're just going to go do that while you guys figure out your paperwork in that old wood room. <laughs> right. 
Well, yeah, I mean, you see Elon Musk of everything that he's done. He started a space company and a car company. Yeah. Most two ridiculous, almost impossible things to do. And it's working and he's yeah. changing the world. And he probably will start the colony on Mars here one of these days. I, I absolutely <laughs> believe it, dude. And same I, for Mr. Amazon, Jeff Bezos. He has his own space company called Blue Origin. And they have plans of uh, going to the moon and building rockets that are capable of taking cargo, you know, that far to other places in the solar system. Richard Branson, he's the guy that owns Virgin Mobile, Virgin Airlines. They have a company called Virgin Galactic and they're going to be taking tourists up into space on this plane that drops like a small spaceship and then it fires a rocket and takes you up into like the edge of space. And how much do you think that costs? Like 30 grand a ride? It's or probably like a quarter of a million dollars a yeah. ticket. <laughs> it's going to be funny as like it's going to be like more of a you know over the 20 years or whatever it happens it'll be more and more touristy like it'll be like yeah it'll oh, get I, cheaper I, too so people will be able to realistically afford it yeah i think like in 20 years it'll probably cost like ten thousand dollars or so to go to space yeah. it's wow, gonna move so a lot faster than what we really think like 20 years from now there's gonna be a whole of a lot more um innovations and changes in the last 20 years and then the 20 years before right 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 things are speeding up faster than what we really can notice or even comprehend yeah, things are speeding up at an exponential rate for sure. I think that a lot of people are uh, like kind of just hoping that we're going to get to a point where like we birth some AI that starts taking care of all this, all the information that we're we're getting. Like we have so much we're trying to do and so much quickly and it's happening so fast that it's just data that we can't fucking handle in 24 hours with a human brain. Right. So, like, there's probably a ton of people who are like, hopefully AI just awakens and they take care of, they, they answer all these hard questions that keep coming up, you know? <laughs> Hopefully, I mean, that's probably why they're talking about building a way to connect your brain into the computers because how else can you keep up mm. with it? Because our brains aren't, yeah. aren't built to go through that much information. Yeah, it's so crazy. So, so tell me, we, were, we were talking about that a little bit. Tell me about what, what do you know about Neuralink? That's Elon's. Yeah, they're basically building uh, ways that you can connect your, your brain to a computer and then you can control things like, a you know, a car or a boat or a plane um, or just controlling your regular computer but just through your mind. Right. And so that's kind of the crazy thing to think about the future of how, how far smartphones have came but things are getting smaller and more powerful so eventually we'll probably not even need to use our thumbs or our hands to no doubt. use computers. You'll just think with your mind because that's the fastest way that we can move. Yep. Dude, I, kind of a weird way to think about <sighs> texting or communicating in the future when everybody's inside your head. <laughs> I know it's going to seem what's going to be crazy is by the time it comes around it's going to somehow seem normal like just just as like if you would have told us you know 20 years ago like you're going to be carrying that thing on the wall with the cord you're going to be in your pocket you'd be like what are you talking about like I'm not carrying that thing in my pocket everywhere I go right like and now it's like you know the phone is is more part of us than our favorite hat you know yeah <laughs> it's, we're wearing it every day <laughs> can't leave home without it yeah. think about civilizations that are like a million years ahead of us like what kind of technology do they have? Different way to see things too. Like, well, yeah. in a million years isn't really even that much it. compared to billions of years. <laughs> yeah, I feel True. like the best technology. <laughs> That's even crazier to think Damn. about too. <laughs> the best and what most patient technology <laughs> is us. Like, like humans are like the slowest and most patient technology. Like we're like millions of years, but we took billions of years. Like, whoever the fuck made us? Whatever's going on there, you know? True. Like, been a long journey. <laughs> it's been a, do you guys remember it I, it seems like it took a long time yeah oh shit man uh it'd be crazy to get i think that i 
I think I saw, so for the Neuralink thing, they were going to like, isn't like a thin needle and it's like implanted in your brain, right? It's like a chip. The, yeah, like they don't have it totally like, figured out, right? It's, it's Yeah, not it's like, kind of like a fiber optic connection in your brain. They implant it. Yeah. But eventually you probably won't even need something to be implanted in your brain. I'm sure you could just have like a hat or something or maybe, you know, as long as whatever the computer is can just read your neurons in your brain mm-hmm. and scan which ones are firing. And that's the way that they can connected into into the computer yeah dude it's so interesting because you uh but at that point you know when we get so much information about like human emotions and like like i learn a lot about like trauma and like uh different like you know people acting out of different ways like there was this one guy who essentially like he uh he was a normal guy and he ended up like murdering people or like killing his family or something but he left a note um essentially like there's something wrong with me you should uh biopsy my brain and they opened up his brain and it was a tumor he had a tumor and it was pressing on him and it was like that was like kind of leading to the reasons why he like like went um you know kind of insane and like killed people or whatever it was uh but it's interesting you know once we have all of this data this information on everybody walking around like how where where can we like place blame as a society like oh you're a bad person when they say like oh that's that brain is or that neuron is firing this way so we'll give you this thing to fix it like i think that knowing all that information and like not just the person who's able to like, oh, I can send a text with my own thoughts. Like, that's cool. But also like, where's the information about your everyday thoughts getting uploaded to and who's holding that data and who owns that data? And what does it tell whoever's holding it about humans? What can they do with it? You know, Right. It's, uh, that's the problem with humanity is there's, there's a lot of good that you can do, but a lot of people are always going to use it for the wrong things, I'm sure, right. too. All right. What do you guys think? You are two wonderful, fine gentlemen, and uh, you're definitely both leaders. If you had fucking buco bucks, you got the money. You got the Skrilla, like Elon's a, a contact in your phone. You'd be like, bro, I need this money for this thing. Like, what would you invent? Like, like this This is saying, this is a magical scenario where you also have like a bunch of scientists who you can be like, hey, I have this idea. You make it and they'll make it. What do you think that you would invent? Like with unlimited, like what, what problem could you solve? Would it be for profit or just a way to give back? Or is it just an idea that we've had? Either or all three. There's there's no rules. Let's. What, what did your brain come up with? Hit me with it. One thing I've always loved the idea would uh, of is to make machines that can go out and three D print buildings or you know houses and things for people around the world as a way that you could print you know a water filtration facility out in the developing area where people need water or to produce power. You know, nice places to live and things like that. It'd be really cool to to build. Um, on the other end of things, I think asteroid mining would be the most exciting part of my future of technology to build. Yeah. Because there's infinite resources out there in every direction that you can look. And there's also infinite amounts of money that you could make off of that. So, Do we know what's out there? Like the resources that are like in, so say like Saturn's fucking asteroid belt or whatever. Like do we know? Yeah. Do we know, like, is it, like, uh, are they new elements to us out there? Do we no. know that yet? Or is it? The same stuff that makes everything on this planet. Like this isn't that how the planet was created to begin with? Possibly. All the I asteroids mean, hitting it. I'm not qualified awesome. to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big question, but we know that all of the elements, you know, that are here and all the materials and stuff exist in infinite quantities out there in space. Yeah. And uh, some asteroids are full of mostly frozen water and ice, which we can use for um, oxygen, water, growing plants and things for space stations or exploration. 
Um, also rocket fuel. Yeah. Is you take hydrogen and oxygen, which are two highly flammable explosive gases, and you split them apart. And now you right. have rocket fuel. Um, Shit, bro. And being able to like make it quickly, like being it like as in like the asteroid belt is like a, a fuel up station for a rocket sort of thing. Like if they had a way that it's just like we just sprouted up a gas station for rockets. Yeah. You know, obviously not gas, but uh, well. Well, if you're building like a, a transport infrastructure up there, you would need to have fueling stations and everything. So this is what right. opens up the all of these possibilities for the future of being multiplanetary or pushing further out off of our own planet is you need all the resources because you can't just bring all of it off of Earth because that's why you need all these huge rockets and there's a huge amount of money that you have to spend. Because it costs $20,000 just to send a liter of water into deep space. Big bottle. <laughs> that's so crazy. It's a lot of money. <laughs> you know, you need a lot of water up there and there's infinite supplies. You know, some asteroids have, you know, small lakes or uh, even a small ocean's worth of water frozen into it. And then others have all the precious metals and platinum and different things, which we use for smartphones and computers and electric vehicles and everything like that. There's metals and pretty much anything that you need to build everything is all up there. Unlimited so it's resources. Not, it's not like you're going to be bringing all of this stuff back to the planet, but some of it, if you figured out a cheap way to send it back down, would be right. would be helpful. But there's just infinite amounts of things that you can build and create and uh, you know do with it all up there. And if yeah. we're building the space stations, you're not going to be shipping off millions of tons of metal into space. You got to have the resources up there to manufacture up you know, in space with. Right, that's true. Something we don't think about is like, oh, let's build a space station up there and you're just like, all right, well, put a, put six two by fours in that <laughs> rocket and we'll, we'll get the <laughs> rocket fuel going. Like it's just, it takes six days for the countdown because it's such a process and all the legal like jump throughs, but yeah, we the, get those six pieces of lumber up there. <laughs> the International Space Station, that thing's like as big as like a, I think a two-story house about the same square footage of or something like that. And that costs hundreds of billions of dollars to make. Yeah, dude, and you see it like in videos and stuff, you see them in there and it's like, it doesn't look very big. Yeah. You know? like, I mean, it's not tiny, but you can see it in, I mean, the, it's, it's, in the sky. It's amazing in every way. At, you can see it, you know, going no shit? around. Yeah. I don't think that I've ever known to look or known that I could know that I could see it. Do you know, uh, like, is there a specific place where it's like, you could probably see it very well, like in the United States? Like, where was it? Um... Probably, and it might depend on like obviously the clouds and maybe time of year. Yeah. There's a website that you can go to and it'll show you like what time it's going to be passing over your area. What a cool ass world. <laughs> yeah. Like we're able to just be like, oh, I want to see that space station that's out there in space. You just go Google, where you at? Right. <laughs> it tells you. All right, bro. I love both those ideas, uh, mining the asteroid belts and stuff and 3D printing like water towers. Oh, and planting houses. trees. You know, we need to build machines oh, yeah. that can plant billions of trees a year. I think that would be a great idea too. Yeah, ex excellent. I love that. No, I use that. Okay. All right. Beto, what you got? I've had this idea for a long time. It's, it's nothing crazy. <laughs> it's just like, you know how uh, air conditioners, you got that fat thing sticking out of your window. So, I came up with this idea called the cooler. And Ooh. it's just, uh, yeah, it's called the cooler. <laughs> I actually have like prototypes and drawings like Damn right, you already do. ready. Hell yeah. You know, and Bro, I was actually now. talking to Jim. I did, forgot that he worked for an air conditioning company and I showed him the drawings and he's like, like yeah, this is a really good idea. He's like, we could definitely make this happen. And I was really? like, dope. So the whole idea behind it is, you know, instead of having a fat chunk of metal sticking out of your window, I realize this 
when I was younger, I used to love just leaving the doors open on a hot summer day because I used to just like looking out there and, you know, having that air come in, but mm -hmm. it sucked because it was warm air. So I'm like, what if cool air came in, in through the window instead of warm air? That way, you know, it cools your house, but you also get to keep the window yeah. open. And the whole concept behind it is have it be a screen instead of like this big metal thing sticking out of your window. That way you get rid of, you know, the metal thing and just have it be a screen rather than that. So yeah. that's kind of been my idea for a while, but, you know, yeah. it'll take some money to get that going. Well, hey, in, the, in this scenario, you got whatever money you want. So you just made your fucking magic door. Exactly. <laughs> door walkway. See, I think that actually makes sense because instead of trying to like, okay, like make sure no like hot air sneaks through these windows over here yeah. or whatever. Like if you just turn in whatever's coming in, just are you saying convert like convert it, it to cool. cold? Yeah. Yeah, bro. That makes sense. You know, you don't, no, and I don't like know, like you might have to make some sort of like screening to where like it could do that or I don't know exactly the technology you need. Well, and the maybe scientists you might have can to figure it out. come up with the technology to create it, but it's possible. The great thing about every new invention is that it's a new invention. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> new inventions. That's like a, a weird thing. Like, like every new invention there, ha there is probably one guy who just looks like such a fool at the beginning he just looks like such a you know such a dummy to everybody around him he's like no no this thing like i swear this is gonna work you know like and then whoever he had to present it with whatever amount of money this any inventor really has like the very beginning of a of an idea that's not super conceptualized they're just like showing their girlfriend or wife like these terrible drawings like no no this makes sense right yeah. all these things well that's where every idea starts out at is it has to be different because if it's it true wasn't different wouldn't you already have known about it you got to yeah. ask yourself, what problem am I solving with what I'm creating? Right. You know, that's a big question too. So, And Steve Jobs even said, the people who change the world are often the ones who are crazy enough to believe that they can. Right. So, you are kind of a, a strange person or weird, I guess, if, if that's what you want to say. You truly believe that you have something that's different that you can create that can make a huge impact in the world. And a lot of people may not see it at first, and that's that's normal because if they would have thought about it when they've they've been doing it first, right, <laughs> right, exactly. Nobody and adjusts you, to new things that easily all the time. And you gotta like, you know, if, if there's one person who knows, like in the you know that feeling we're talking about, like whatever it is, like you know that mm. feeling. Like you, it's going to be you. Like if you're the one with the idea, you're like, fuck, I think I could like make this a thing. You see it. And like, yeah, you, you see, see it, it already. And it's, dude, I, I don't know, man. It's got to be like some gift from somewhere, right? It's some like, hey, like you got, this is your job. Like this is something you're supposed to do and you, only you can answer the call, you know? It's like not really, the muse doesn't whisper to, to, to people who aren't willing to listen, I guess, you know? Right. So. Incredible. Um. All right, boys. Let's uh, let's let's shift a little bit uh, down to earth a bit. <laughs> um, you you guys are. We don't have to go into too much. Um, like uh, all of your all of your backgrounds, though. We can definitely dip in a little bit. Beto's been on the podcast. Andre, I haven't had you on, but um, uh, you guys, high clothing. I till I die. Until I die. How did how did you two like link up? Because I knew. I knew Beto back back in the day. We we had talked about like uh, he was selling his shirts out of this trunk. Like when I was DJing out in the woods on these same <laughs> trails <laughs> with, with with the gypsies. Dude, uh, actually check it. I just showed Andre this picture, and this is the one that we did for prom. 
prom remember prom yeah bro i had so much fun i didn't go to my senior prom so my senior prom i uh, i took this this internship uh like down in in california and i was like it was like, oh, it's devastating not going to my senior prom. But I was like, I'm going to work instead. And so like making up for it, I was like, I'm going to throw my own prom three years later. And we're going to just drink a shitload of alcohol and just be illegal in the woods. That's, <laughs> that was kind of my. <laughs> jungle juice, man. The jungle juice. Oh, my gosh. I would never. Do... We, we would do just like mix up. Oh, gosh. Just mix up like the most sugary bullshit you can find Literally. with the Just most fruit enough. punchy shit you can find, the <laughs> cheapest vodka you can find, and you'd sell it for $5 a cup. Jesus. As Jesus. as as he pulls up that uh, that photo, Andre, how did, do you remember how you and Beto like first started linking up? Yeah. I mean, we weren't friends growing up, but we just knew of each other because he's friends with more of my, my older sister's friend group mm. and all of them. But... We came together uh, working on kind of like a another type of a business project, sort of an online marketing type thing, and just started meeting up over that. And then, you know, obviously the clothing business was a huge thing for him. And so that was part of our conversations. And then the lake came up and the Cowlitz County Fair came up. So I gave a hand with that. And then we just kept meeting up every single day and yeah. just in the garage, just scheming on, you know, what we're going to do next. And you That's know, all we did. How many? Sh- spent so many hours just chilling in his garage talking about what just we were talking about do dreams. To keep yeah, just setting goals and talking, <laughs> writing shit down and, every you know, day. I, like, I, all right, we got to go target this. We got to go <laughs> here. We got to figure out ways to keep growing the dream. You know, sometimes, sometimes what it takes. We got a, a lot of us have a lot of great ideas in our heads. Sometimes you just need like you know, not not so much as like re- reassurance, reaffirmation, but just like someone to like kind of bullshit with you about it and like let you finish some of your half thoughts and like right. like be like oh yeah you should do that bro and then help you create the whole idea so that's that's something that's super dope uh you guys want to expand a little bit more about like your conversations there just because i think it's inspiring to like you know a lot of times i think new friendships can really form through new businesses through new ideas i think like through this podcast for example like i'm teaming back up with people that I know, I know them, but like mm-hmm. our conversations are different. Like they're more like, we'll have those bullshit sessions where we're just like three hours of just like, bro, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. And this is what I'm working on in my emotional side of life. And, oh, I went through this thing yesterday, like just growth conversations. Right. Yeah. And I think that like, uh, it, it's actually like when, when, when I have those conversations on the podcast, um, or bring them up, it's actually shocking to hear how many people don't, they're like, wow, that was a, that was a real conversation. And I'm like, wait, you don't talk with your homies like that? Like, <laughs> what do you mean? And so, I don't know. Let, let's just, um, you don't have to give too many details, but like these conversations, what did you guys talk about? Like, like j- just for someone who is like, maybe they have an idea. Maybe they have someone who's like, you kind of inspire me. Like, maybe they should hit him up and be like, bro, you want to just bullshit and talk about ideas or growth or, you know? Like- we just, I don't know. We just talk about like, you know, look at the inventory that we have and figure out where we can sell it at. And then, you know, set an ambitious goal for, all right, we're going to sell this amount of mu- uh, much stuff at, at it. And uh, here's what we're going to do next. And, you know, think about different ways that we could do things better, how we could improve what we're doing. Um, talk about just inspiring things or random things, you know, about space or the future and right. things that make us excited and everything. And um, it's just helpful to have other people around you that they don't try to limit, you know, what you think that you can do. You know, they can help you put a new horizon further ahead of where you think is possible 
and you know that you're sitting there talking about your ideas and they have their own ideas and you're like hell yeah let's go do this right 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 yeah <laughs> you know because there's so much negativity out there and there's so many people out there that they just want to tell you why your idea won't work or why you might have to be special or smart or whatever it is right. which i mean i don't think that we're that special it's not like i'm the most intelligent person out there in, in anything and you don't have to have a college degree to go chase your dreams you know, mm -hmm. it just depends on what you're doing and what you need to, to get there. And um, yeah, we, and then we just hit the fairs and thought, well, what do we do for the holidays? Maybe let's get a storefront somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and then we thought, all right, well, where? <laughs> and uh, we thought, you know, obviously the mall up here is pretty dead. It doesn't even get any busier during the holidays because there's nothing really to go see. Yeah, Vancouver is a bigger area. Um, and you know, maybe we could check that out. So we thought, all right, well, how do you get a store inside the mall? And we got a hold of them and just said, Hey, we'd like to come see about, uh, getting a spot there in the mall, like a kiosk or a store. And it turned out to actually be cheaper to get a storefront than it was a kiosk. So we thought, well, let's go for it. <laughs> oh, it was actually cheaper. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was. It's like a thousand dollars cheaper. She's like, just so you know, we have a vacant space that's a thousand dollars cheaper than the kiosk and we're like well let's go look at it i remember we went checked it out and i saw i saw it already you know i right, visualized right, right. what the store was gonna look Beautiful. like and i was like yeah like this is it but then i was hesitant we were hesitant about it just because we were like dude like we don't have that much clothes like, <laughs> yeah we gotta <laughs> how, are we, walls, right? how are we gonna do this so you know we were super hesitant about it. i remember we went and grab some chipotle after and we're like dude what should we do we're like uh well scare money doesn't make no money and <laughs> pulled the trigger on it and you know Fuck ended yeah, up making it work because that's the thing you gotta hop on to the opportunity when it's there because right. if you don't you're gonna let it pass by and then you're gonna be looking back like dang maybe i should have done that right you know instead we're more of people that are just gonna take action and figure it out on the way yeah it might get tough and it might be not be the best decision but you just got to do it, you know, yeah, like if you're right. not going to do it, you're going to look back and just regret it. Like I'd rather have the pain of like doing it than have the pain of thinking about it. Yeah. P pull the trigger, man. Once you got the store, oh, yeah. it's like, like, <laughs> all right, like we got the store. Now we'll figure out how to fill the walls. But like <laughs> exactly. we got the store. Like, it's, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we spread it out a little bit, yeah. you know. To, you guys made it work. It, it didn't look too bare in there, really. I mean, it, yeah, th that's I, I think like the boutique stores kind of help out too. Like there, there is like a, a simplistic, you could be like, oh, that's a, that's a one of a kind. It's like, it's not just oh, my yeah. last large. It's right, just yeah. one of a kind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> no, but you guys got fucking full shit now, now too. And well, it was cool uh, getting into there because I remember we, that was the same year we did the Clark County Fair and that was our first uh, time doing that event. Yeah. And then we met a lot of people that went to that event. They're like, whoa, weren't you guys just at Clark County Fair? You guys have a store now? We're like, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We definitely did. We got a store. <laughs> so that was a cool feeling too. And that's the thing. Like it ended up working out on our half because after at the beginning of the year in January, dude, our shelves were completely empty. We sold everything. People would come in and be like, where is everything? We're like, we sold it. They're like, wow, I guess that's a good problem to have. I'm like, <laughs> right. it is a good problem to have, but it's also like we need more stuff on the shelves because mm -hmm. you're coming in here and you can't buy anything, you know? Right. So, got to keep the flow. Bro, consistent. that's the thing about starting, you know, starting humble beginnings and just really doing it yourself, like not having like, 
you know, million dollar investors where it's like, no matter if you're not even selling, we're still not got backstock coming, bro. We still got backstock coming, you know, it's few weeks it just away. adds to the yeah. story too. You yeah. Know, I feel like it's good though. The story. It, it keeps your hustle though. I mean, like you, like you see a, I'm sure you guys see like, oh, we're getting low on hoodies and it starts like, fuck, we got to work harder. You know, like we got to, yeah. let's get that, let's get that shit filled up, you know? So it's right. good. It's good that it comes full circle. Uh, fairs and fairs and doing more than just the store stuff. I feel like you guys have probably experienced some pretty cool stuff, right? Like, have you, uh, I mean, whether it's like different kind of customers, um, what, what, what does like the fair crowd attract? How is that different? You get to meet a lot of different people in a short period of time. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, because yeah, like is it fun though? Like you meet oh, like yeah. cool, nice people. It's I always love it. It's a good yeah. time, especially during the summertime. You know, the weather's nice, and we get to hit the road and travel around to different cities and yeah, yeah. set up for a few days. Or like Yakima is like a ten day event, so we're on the other side of the state for a while. Yeah, and you know, I always love talking to people and and stuff like that. So we we have a blast out there and everything. Yeah, and, and it's just so cool getting the reactions of people when they hear what it's all about like you know that's what's the most priceless thing for me at least you know like just the expression on their faces when they like you know they see how passionate we are about what we're saying and mm -hmm. they just look at you in the eyes like wow like good job like this is freaking cool yeah dude you know that's, yeah, the, that's best the best feeling thing. ever yeah you know like that's why i love being in the stores that's why i love going to these shows because Get to meet i'm able to make that connection with my people you know right. this is our community you know, even today, like I'll read some. So it was pretty cool. This lady came, uh, we met her at the show and she literally messaged us on Instagram. And I was just like, wow, like check this out, Andre. Like this is fucking badass. Like this lady really appreciates it, appreciates us. So she's like, I met you at the sportsman show today. And I have to say what you do, what you stand for and the message you put out. I will support that shit all damn day. Hey. Props to you and all your hard work. You have me sold to be a customer for life. I wish I would have bought more for, of your merchandise today. Keep up the hard and amazing work you do, fellas. So just the thing of beauty. getting stuff yeah, like that. Great. It's like, dang, dude. Like we we're really making an impact out here, right? Know? The extra People. goes, but you, you, dude, you don't. You guys don't just like print a thing on a shirt and then like, all right, hopefully that one sells. Like it's like you get to interact with people and you tell them about. Here's what that that design. Here's what it's about. Here's what it means. So when you're wearing it, here's what you can think about. What exactly. you exactly, you know, and, and that's the whole purpose of the design is that hopefully you wake up and maybe you don't wake up on the right side of the bed and you look into your closet and you see one of our designs and you're like, I remember that conversation I had with those dudes. Mm -hmm. Like I'm wearing this today to make myself feel better. You know, I, I hope that. that's why people wear our stuff too. You know, maybe that's uh, why I'm wearing it. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely like wearing this. Uh, I mean, it's orange, so that definitely helps, but I got my evergreen beanie on or mm -hmm. uh, in it. Uh, I definitely wear it out in the woods, but I feel like it's like a good, I'll, I'll take like, 10 minute like me talking about like meditation or some sort of emotional enlightenment something mm -hmm. and i just got like my my eye third eye here that's what it's all about yeah. <laughs> keep yeah. that shit open i love it bro yeah I, I really like how it's it's the whole experience you know when people come in and, and they get to talk to you guys and they i always repeat that like they, they get the the whole experience of of what it's really about and in lifelong customers is definitely a thing like you know just in our community like you can go down like 
you know, going down south, Portland, Vancouver, up here, obviously a ton. Like you see people who are wearing eye clothing stuff, and they're and they'll, they're probably going to get another another hat next year. They're going to get another hoodie next. Even year. Even if it's like the, the same design, <laughs> yeah, they, they enjoy it. They like repping it. No they, doubt. Yeah. And another thing that I like about the community that we're building, it's like people will see someone rocking eye and go up to him and be like. Oh, you're rocking eye clothing? Like, fuck yeah. Like, those guys yeah. are so cool. Yeah. And it'll spark a conversation. Like, yep. uh, I had my friend Maddie message me the other day. Her daughter was wearing uh, the Forever Green Tree tee at one of the jumping houses. And she literally messaged me. She's like, yeah, my daughter was wearing uh, your T-shirt. And some lady came up to us and was like, I love those guys, you know, Beautiful. and then they just started talking about us and whatnot. So, like, the fact that people are out there literally talking about us while, while they're wearing our stuff is, like, pretty cool, you know. It's, like, it's a humbling feeling to know that people will see our designs and just go up to someone random and just spark a conversation with them. Right. You know. Yeah, it opens up, like, a whole, like, uh, it's kind of like, uh, like, so say I'm in say i'm in chicago right like mm -hmm. I, I don't know anybody but I, I like the seahawks i'm from washington you know i've got got my seahawks hand my hat on you know seahawks and and i see somebody else in chicago and they got their seahawks jersey on like instantly i feel out of place and then i see them and i'm like oh hey i know bro, see, we, yeah we have this thing, you know? <laughs> dude and i creates that and it kind of brings out this side of people like you know if you see a, a 12th man shirt you're mm -hmm. like what's up brother fuck yeah fucking yeah. Russell, like, you're pumped <laughs> but like i brings out this like oh bro like you're we're like you, you love life, don't you? Like that's right. you know, it's like this, like like you you respect the world around you, don't you? Like it's about you, spreading positivity out there. Yeah. That's the best thing too. Yeah, you know, we're we're just putting a positive message out there and something that people can look at and that can maybe help change their perspective or brighten up their day in any way. And that's even more motivating for us. We want to just work even harder and keep putting more out. Okay, man. It's a cool community, and you know, we we love all the people that support us and just keep working hard to meet more people and keep put, spreading it out there. Excellent. Yeah. I'm, I'm with it. What, what else you guys got uh, fairground wise, fair wise coming up? You guys doing more of that this, this coming year? Yeah. Got yeah. about like what? 15 more shows. Something like that. Yeah. Our next one will be uh, the Vancouver night market. That's a little, we do, we'll do that one every month that we can. It's yeah. a more of a smaller one. But yeah, our next show we might be doing Lucky, but according mm -hmm. to like all the USC stuff that's going on, oh, we don't yeah. even know if that's actually going on. Bro, that's <laughs> crazy <laughs> so, shit. Yeah, that's yeah, fucked up. Yeah, Some like there's... two million dollars. I mean, I'm sure it's like more than just like the like pasted stuff that we see on the news or on the on Reddit or whatever. I'm sure there is way more details, but yeah, I, I read about that shit. Like USC, like Paradiso might not be around anymore. Well, what happened was the one company was given a bunch of money by the other company that they partnered with yeah, and sorry, then yeah, a lot yeah. of vendors didn't get paid or things didn't get paid in artists right. and the money was disappeared or something like that Thanks. so now they're getting sued by the other company that gave them that money and they're going to try and take over those events and still put them on i'd be so, i'd be fine with that insomniac is is great insomniac is pasquale rotella who does edc i yep, think they yeah. Do EDC. yeah dude I've, I've been to i've been to a few edcs in vegas like the big edc and still haven't gone Oh, bro, you would love it. It's so crazy. It's what, like, I, I think I would die now. Like, I, I think I'm just like, I'm too, I don't know, like, old man, don't want to touch people, but it's so fucking fun. It's so sick. I want, I want Shaylee and uh, Megan to go, definitely for sure. We might get a booth Vegas. down there here one of these years. Dude, that would be so fun. It's, yeah. it's, it's an experience. It's a, uh, you know, obviously 
all of Vegas is taken over, like just by it's like everything is transformed. It's like kind of, kind of having like a, a theme in Vegas for a whole what? week is kind of what it is. Like so, like you wake up like regardless of going to the motor speedway where uh-huh. it's it's only 12 miles but it takes you like an hour and a half to get there because the traffic is so crazy but uh outside of that like you wake up and there's like pool party pool party pool party like cascades playing here and afrojack's playing here it's like like there's just so much to do too much to do absolutely too much to do but it's well, it's very cool to be like there and, and you feel very um you know like <sighs> when, when you go to shows like especially like electronic show like mm. you it kind of feels like a lot of people kind of get permission to be their like full weird selves in a way you know oh, yeah, like i no like i feel fine dancing around when there's other people dancing around fur boots next to me you know like that that <laughs> sort of crazy. thing so yeah bro, I get, <laughs> oh yeah we I all gotta get crazy hard. get it out man yeah but no dude you you would love vegas because it's it's all of vegas is like that like while you're waiting for the bus like while you're on your way there like you're what? partying there's a bunch of people who are like-minded everybody's like super happy and, and pumped to have a good time yeah it's definitely our community Full crowd. Yeah. <laughs> they know what it's like to be woke. More positive people. They know what it's like to be woke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the best thing. I mean, pretty much from spring all the way through the fall is the the road trip in season. Yeah. And being at fairs almost every weekend or every other weekend and stuff. And it's a lot of work, but it's all worth it. And, you know, we got to keep pushing the company out there and right. great way to spend the summer. And that's the thing too, like even if like we don't make the cells that we expect to make at certain events it's not even just about making the cells but just meeting those people that we spoke about before you know making the impact on their life yeah you know that they would have never got if we would have never gone and just the fact that we're able to get our name out there to all these people that come to these events is what in the end actually makes it worth it absolutely because to us it's not about making a dollar but it's about making a difference yeah, we got to pay our bills, but like, I'd rather just be able to get our name out there and our messages out there as much as we can, right. you know, while we're on the road. So, yeah. And I think maybe next year when we start doing our own printing, we want to start doing shows like out of state to like the Pacific Northwest, so maybe head down to California do something there right. and head uh, down to Texas and start doing shows there because they have some of the biggest fairs out there too. Right. So not only that, last year we met this guy at the Puyallup uh, State Fair, which is a 23-day-long event. Ooh. And uh, this guy was from California. This dude was like, dude, he's like, I really like you guys' stuff. I guarantee if you guys were to go to California, you guys would kill it down there. And then he told us a couple shows to go to because – he was obviously at a show in Washington, you know, so, and he's from Cali. So yeah, next year we're excited to be able to travel more and do a little bit more in different communities, you know, get our messages out there and, you know, spark their minds around those communities to be conscious of, you know, their actions and thoughts too. Never stop growing. Every day. Uh, how do you guys balance, like Beto, I know you, you love fishing. You like being outdoors. Um, Mm -hmm. obviously like, you know, like when it's, when it's something that you love doing and it's something that seems to go hand in hand with just your life, like it's, you know, of course there's days where it feels like work. Of course there is those days where you're like, fuck, I just kind of like did paperwork today or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, most of the time it's hand in hand. How do you guys work on balancing like the things that you enjoy in life? So Beto, I know that you like fishing outdoors. Andre, I don't know what, uh, what, what do you like to do? What's, what's your enjoyable things? How do you, and how do you balance them with, with work? Um, 
Well, there's not a whole lot of time for play just because there's so much to do, especially in the early few years. Of course. But, you know, we try to take a little bit of time every once in a while when we're able to. And uh, I like, you know, just being outside, hiking, you know, um, riding motorcycles, exploring new places. Right, right. Very easily entertained, so it doesn't always take a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I grew up going to the sand dunes and riding quads down there and um, – you know, I like just taking things apart and more, you know, building things or yeah. just reading, you know, books and filling up my mind with new things and ideas. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't get a whole lot of time, but, you know, we, we, we have a lot of fun on our trips, at least, too, that keeps us entertained and, yeah. and full of, you know, energy and new things. So it's not it's not like it's like a super separate like oh, okay I got to stop working so I can do this it's kind of just like a you're plugging along it's just part of your life like you're enjoying yeah. just randomly fits in there yeah just it's get up early and go for a hike or a walk you know <laughs> right. or um, just whenever you can just fit it in and right. another thing too now that uh, we got into the bigger shop and Justin's committed with us too like it's definitely helped us get a little bit more extra time to be able to do Important. whatever we want to do you know. Cause that's the thing it can always be work like you literally have to take a break here and there because if not you're going to exhaust yourself and it makes it way harder if right. you just don't you know take a day off at least to just go do your thing and do you right bro like look at uh like so like that lady who messaged you like mm -hmm. if you were just working 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 and you haven't been sleeping you haven't been like enjoying your life you're stressed out whatever like she comes in maybe you're not able to be your full self exactly. you're not able to or give appreciate her the story, that comment yeah that, I, that we did you know right yeah you could just glance it off because you're so busy you know whatever like oh yeah that's cool whatever yeah you know, so yeah because as busy as we get you still got to be able to stop and enjoy the moment and just kind of realize like what you're grateful for in your life and all the awesome reasons to be happy and just keep working hard because you know the time that you get off or time that you get to go outside and do that thing that you love doing is where you really get to unplug and you know just yeah. think about what you're grateful for attitude of gratitude yeah attitude of gratitude you guys ever like catch yourself like like you lock up the store and you just like look at it and you're like oh, oh hell yeah all the time yeah dude. Okay, like a, Mission you gotta be proud of yourself right you gotta you gotta add that in there man just happy to be where we're at you know and to see all of the hard work just coming together and building you know the each block one you know block at a time awesome to see everything because we don't really see like how we don't really think that we're that big or see ourselves coming that far just because we're stuck in the every day of all the little things coming together right. you know and we're with it every single day but every once in a while, we do kind of look back and think like, wow, we've done a lot. Come on, you know, there's, there's a lot that's came, you know, built up so far. Because that's the thing, too. You get, you know, looking from the outside in, like people from the outside are like, whoa, you guys are super like successful. You guys got two stores. You guys must be making a lot of money, <laughs> you know, yada, yada, yada. But it's people like, dude, you don't that. even know what we have to go through to be able to keep this going you Everybody know it's so sweet and so so quick like just because you have like something to show for it means you're like all making the money it's like, yeah dude, it's years and years <laughs> of struggle it's years and years it's not as easy as it looks <laughs> yeah but it's but it's full circle it's it's uh I, I was talking with one of my guests yesterday we we're talking about just like bro like if somebody handed you a million dollars right now like you probably wouldn't know what to do with it like sometimes it's like you gotta like you know, work in the work in the slow game, work in the like building up the skills. Like every conversation that you have is is improving your conversation skills. Every shirt that you print is improving your your ability to to print shirts quickly and 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 right on time. You know, th those sort of things. Like everything adds up. Like 
it's all just going to compound into more and more skills. And then the more skills you have, that obviously opens up more doors. So. That's a compounding effect. You know, it's a, the little things that we do every single day that compound in the end result that we get. And not everybody can see all of the work that it takes to create anything, but that's why a lot of people quit on their dreams or don't even pursue it just because it is a lot of stuff or they might get overwhelmed. But right. you just have to be more focused on the end result and the long-term goals because if your goals are, are big enough and further ahead in the future, that's what really pushes you ahead each day to get up and do the work and what it takes to get to the next level and not quit. You right. Know, you can't quit. You never hear about any of the people who gave up. <laughs> you don't hear about you don't hear about them. <laughs> you about the ones that keep going. How do you how do you balance? So sometimes I uh, sometimes I have trouble with like like because when you're thinking about the end goal too much and not just the step in front of you because there is a balance sometimes like some days anyway yeah, no where like you don't even want to take that first step because then that's like fuck now I got to hit the whole staircase after that like that starts the staircase like so you see like this like. A lot of times it's like, oh, I don't want to start this clothing company because I know that it's going to be 20 years of like all this whatever. So sometimes our brains kind of trick us, right? It seems like. So uh, how do you work on like taking the big goal? Like I know that like this is what our big goal is. Like I know we're going to keep going. I know that every day we're going to wake up and keep going towards this goal. But how do you condense it down to just how do I function today? Like how do I make sure I get my shit done today so where it's not so overwhelmed? Because sometimes it's like, I don't even want to hit that whole thing because it seems like yeah. so much weight on my chest to handle in one day, you know. No, do you? We feel that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're all human here. Yeah. And uh, it's a common, a common feeling. But I look at it as it's harder to not do that thing. Your life mm -hmm. will be more difficult if you don't take action. Because then you have to deal with the regret of the fact that you never, you never took that step to try. And then um, it's going to take a lot of hard work to survive just doing anything. But it's going to take a lot of hard work to create what you really want to do. So you have to work hard anyway. Right. So you might as well just do it, you know, and just keep going. And, and it's all about just having the vision and knowing where you're heading and realizing that, yeah, it sucks now, but wait 20 years from now, like all this hard work and all the time that we put into this is going to pay off. Right. You know, and that's the thing. Another way that I'm able to balance it is. I just tell myself, oh, you think this is hard? Well, guess what, buddy? It's only going to get harder from here. It's only going to get harder. <laughs> That's literally how I make myself think because if, you know, the, there's been a lot of times where I'm like, damn, I'm like, what if we did just give up? But in the back of my mind, it's like, dude, like, quit telling yourself that, like, yeah. it's only going to get harder. So you think this is hard? Just, just wait. Right. So it makes me bounce out of it and be like, damn, all right, like, Quit thinking like that and then again i just go back to feeding my mind the right things because when i get in get stuck in a rut and start thinking negatively you know you got to find a way to get yourself out and i feel like that's a big problem and why people fail is because they don't know how to get out like i've been there so many times that i've been able to get out and i know what works for me right you know and that's just putting the right things into mind my mind whether it's, you know, reading a book or listening to a podcast or just listening to someone who's been able to get me out of that rut. Right. Know? Yeah. It's your diet, you know, not, not your diet, like just food, but your, your mental diet, right? Like what do you yeah. feed yourself every day? And exactly. so like, I feel like we talk about books all the time too. You mentioned books too. What are a couple of books you guys would suggest? Couple right now readers? I'm what do you got? the magic of big thinking and I, 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 
you haven't heard uh so that's all about just you know like instead of allowing yourself to just think about the regular things think past of what you can actually do and believe in yourself to be able to go because one of our favorite sayings is i'd rather aim high and miss than aim low and hit because that's the thing my goal used to be like oh let's just do 10 stores you know but the more i've started to feed my mind the more my vision has grown like now the goal is to have a thousand shops one day you know it's like and i would have never been thinking this way if i you know wasn't feeding myself the right things right so that's my diet is you know just keep thinking big because you truly never know what you can actually do until you take action and believe in yourself right so i love it what, what do you got in the way of books you got anything that popped in your mind that's one of the most impactful the book that i read was back in, in high school probably my sophomore year or so and it was think and grow rich by napoleon hill banger and yeah <laughs> banger <laughs> one indeed. of the one of the greats if you haven't heard of it it's definitely a great place to start no and doubt. It's not just the fact that what you believe in or what you think is just going to become a reality, like it's just going to happen one day. But anything that you want in life, I mean, you can achieve if you really put your mind in that, you know, in, in that direction. And that's all you think about. You basically obsess over what you want to create and have in your life. Mm. And then, of course, you have to do the steps of what's necessary to get, get there. Work, but but the, the power of the mind is far more incredible than what most of us even realize or even give it credit for, you know, because it's, it's our habits and our thoughts and our actions that create our whole life that we get, you know. So, if you're tired of feeling a certain way or, or the results that you get in life, it's probably the thinking that we have day to day. It's our subconscious mind because right. that's what influences how you react to everything that happens to you, the decisions that you make and how you think and how you feel and every bit of it. So, once I read that, I kind of realized like you really have to be conscious of what you put into your mind and the beliefs that you have every day about your own future and yourself. Because if you don't feel good about yourself or you don't feel good about your future, it's not going to be good. You're going to live a mediocre life or right. you know you got all these problems and it's only going to get worse. Then that's exactly the life that you're going to create for yourself. Right. It's, you know? it's, a, it's a, like a shitty feedback loop that you can get stuck in. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's exactly what happens. <laughs> yeah, you know, you wake up one day and your, your alarm didn't go off and you're mad and you trip down the stairs and you spill your coffee on yourself and you're and late you start for saying, of and, course, of course this happens to me. This always happens to me. It starts like compounding. Yeah, exactly. And what happens? Your day gets worse. Yeah. <laughs> but if you wake up in the morning and you think, wow, it's a great day to be alive. You know, I'm grateful for all the opportunities that I have and all the things that, you know, are around me. Um, this is what I'm going to create and this is the person I will become. And you believe that over and over and over again, over time, you'll see your life go in a totally different direction. Right. So, that's the biggest thing that really changed my life at a young age um, was just the power of your own belief in your mind, your thoughts. Yeah. That's it's very powerful, man. I'm with that. What you got, buddy? Like on uh, the slide edge, this is something that stuck with me. And it says, your philosophy creates your attitude, your actions, your results, which creates your life. Mm. That's why I like to say your philosophy and how you view life is everything because that's who you are. You know, just the way that you do things starts with how you think of things. You know, yeah. and a lot of us don't really think about that. Yeah, you don't stop and think like, shit, it's all got to pass through my mind. Exactly. What, am, what am I telling about my mind, you know? Like, what am I saying in here? It's. I think a lot of people don't really, like they don't ever question it so they don't realize like they don't realize that it's hitting them you know they don't realize that it's going through them 
like uh like so so me for example like i would have a lot of days where because your subconscious mind 95 percent of your habits you just keep doing the same thing you know so when you're not like really trying or you you know i had a, i had a lot of things that i just kept compounding and kept mm. thinking about and kept just like refeeding right um and, and you wake up and you feel like it's like you're like oh cool that's like that seems like a cool dream but it seems unrealistic because mm. you're like not feeding your brain the right thing so what i would do a lot of times is i would wake up and i still do this so wake up and i put on like tony robbins or i put on jim Rohn or some motivational whatever oh, yeah bro and i i went through i mean the last like year and a half two years like it's 70 percent of my days i wake up and do some sort of something like that just because i'm like dude i got i've had some some long way to to come back from you know like i had some some darkness that i was dealing with but dude now it's like I've trained my subconscious, you know, like months and months of doing that. And now it's like I wake up and I'm like, even if I don't have the motivational video, I'm like, I know what the fucking mindset I need exactly. to be in, bro. I'm right. I'm a winner today. That's oh, who I yeah. am. Like in, a, in, 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 you know, sometimes the thoughts still come up and, and some people, I don't know if you guys ever dealt with this, but sometimes it's like you got your dream and it seems great. And then all of a sudden Tuesday you wake up and you're like, I don't want to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like out of nowhere, bro. And you're like, what the fuck? Everything's going great. What is happening? But uh, you, you got to be able to insert those like, like knowing you have your big goal, like you guys say, like you guys know, like we're, we're going to have this many stores, like we're going to do this. Like knowing that to always grab onto, even when it feels unrealistic, that's a great grappling hook on days like that. But also just like you guys said, feeding your mind the right things, you know, like the, the books you mentioned, um, any books, any sort of like TED Talks, any sort of like things that you're absorbing in the mornings when you wake up, if you ever have any like. So I, I think what I run around with on that, I guess, is like any like new dreamers, like if you got a, if you got an idea listener, like if you got a clothing company, if you got whatever, but you also got discouragement, you've got like this idea, this thing that you want to do, like however old you are, like, you're like, I think I could really fucking do this thing. And like, I want to shoot big, but you also have this thing that says you, you're dumb. Yeah. You suck. You can't do that. You got to, you got to change your mindset. You got to change what, what your diet is, your mental diet, you know, start reading some books, start checking out Ted talks, start checking out motivational videos you know i feel like but then we always talk about like oh if you checked out this or checked out this we'll send each other a few months like books or something it seems like or the cover of it at least um yeah dude i think it's super important to, to train your diet i think a lot of times we like have a diet a, a mental diet of like stuff that we're intaking and we don't even realize it like we just check our phones every day and we just check the news every day and we just Keep yeah, and so much of it's negative us. out there too. It's all negative. So if you're not yeah. consciously putting positive things or the right things in your mind, it's going to be filled up by something. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're not co constantly feeding your your mind with ambitious thoughts and goals and things that make you excited, your mind's going to be occupied by something. You know, and I figure Dude. you got you know you got to live and die anyway. You got to think anyway. You might as well fill it with the things that you really care about or that really make you excited or that yeah. juice you up. And I did that all the time. I mean, for years, whenever I felt bad or, you know, in a different state, I would just turn something on that was positive that would make me think in a new way or give me a new thought or somebody that, you know, had something good or positive to say because it, it really empowers you to have a lot more of those uh, powerful voices around you and behind you to tell you to keep going or, you know, share other people's stories of the difficult things that they've had to go through because I've always looked at it as like, you know, no matter how bad you think you may have had had life, there's always somebody oh. else or a, a lot of other people that have had it way worse than, than you have. Right. You know, if you think your problems are bad, then there's always more people that have had things that are a lot harder to go through than what you've had to deal with. Mm -hmm. And not putting down, you know, the difficult things that we go through because those are actually important. You know, it's just, 
it's the struggles that we go through every day and the unexpected issues and problems and crisis that happen in our life that make you stronger, you know, they make you into who you are. But you also have a decision on how you want to react to it. You know, you can look at it as like a, a victim standpoint or a, a bad thing that happened to you that you have to deal with, or it can be something that is thrown in your way that you learn from that makes you stronger and better, you know, right. that you can use for your own advantage because you had to go through it anyway. You know, you got to deal with it one way or another. Right. So, you might as well make make it help you get better. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. now what? It's like there, it's like the thing happened and then there's their reaction to it. Right. Like it's it's not like we, we accompany them. Like the thing happened and I'm, of course, I'm mad. I'm upset or whatever it is. You know, I'm not going to to follow it, but we got to separate. Here's the thing that happened and here's what I'm going to do about it. Right. That's what right. I like to say. Like I, yeah, I went through a lot of stuff growing up and I saw a lot of bad things and I hurt and many ways but it's like i appreciate all those times because if i would have never gone through all of the pain and seen everything that i've seen like i wouldn't be the person that i am today right you know so like he was saying like just appreciate the bad times you know bad times are always going to be coming so when they get here you know just try to find a way to get out of that rut regardless how hard you know you think life is going for you yeah I like that. Yeah, we're all human. You know, it's fine to express your emotions. It's not like we're supposed to be walking around all day, every day in just some eager state of bliss where you're just, just stoic and weirdly <laughs> happy. happy and I'm stuff. so like, happy today. <laughs> you hey, know, like, your wife died yesterday. How are you doing? I'm great, Jim. <laughs> right. I'm yeah, optimistic. Like, <laughs> it, you know, it's healthy to cry too. Oh, know, yeah. It's good to show how you're feeling about something or, you know, remember something or somebody or, you know, things like that or loved ones that we lose and stuff because, mm. you know, it happens. It's part of being human. Yeah. But it's also how how you react to that and what you do afterwards that dictates the results that we get in, in the end of life. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's every little thing, every little thought, little action, you know, um, sleeping in, not doing that thing that you think or that you know you need to do or not chasing those ideas that you have in your mind. You know, everybody's unique and different and every single person can bring something out that's, you know, awesome that they created. It's just you have to just do it. Right. One of the most powerful things that I've ever heard was whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Because it's true. If you really believe that you can do it, you can do it. But if you listen to everybody else or the things that tell you that you can't, you'll never even try. Or you'll give up when it gets difficult because you don't think you can do it. But if you just don't care or even just acknowledge all the reasons of why you can't do something or why you're not supposed to have anything and just you do it on your own mind and your own self and you just refuse to quit, you will get it in the end, you know, because people are rewarded in public for what they struggled for in private mm-hmm. is, is another good way to look at it. Yes. So, you really can't have anything that you want. I mean, there's people that have came from nothing and created incredible lives and, and things for themselves. You know, and there's always somebody that's had it worse than you did that rose out of that and did something better. So, I, I don't see any reason why anybody can't have what they really want in life. It just takes a lot of work to get it. But it takes a lot of hard work to survive if you don't get it too. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, just, I feel like that work is worth it too. It's like, because you realize like the work, you separate it from your life as if it's like, and then I'll start my life. But it's like, no, no, the work, like if you choose to follow your dream, you get to you get to work and that is your life, you know? And, right. And you get to... You get to enjoy the work, you know, people, I think we forget that we can choose that. We can choose, like, you kind of choose your pains in a way. It's like, you, you want to feel pain in this way or in, in the other way of, of mm-hmm. not completing it. Um, yeah, man, that's the thing in beauty. 
Yeah, there's a lot of opportunity out there, especially with the internet today and social media and all the ways to connect with different people right. and different business models. I mean, there's there's more opportunity in this world now than there ever has been in our the entire human history. Right. So there's even less of an excuse to not be creating the life that you want to get. Right. And it's going to be difficult and you're going to feel all the range of emotions and you're probably going to want to quit a lot, but that's totally normal. You know, everybody that's made it has all, all talked about the same things, growing pains, but they just didn't give up. Right. And if you want something bad enough, just, you know, you shouldn't be giving up on it anyway if you really, really want it. You know, and you have to be that stubborn with your goals and, and your dreams in your life that this is going to happen and this is the only route or I'm going to die. Yep. <laughs> yep. Hell yeah. The ships Hell have like, been burned. This yep. is We're surviving it. on the <laughs> island. We're here. We're here to fight. Right. We're because doing what life do you get if, if you're not chasing that? You know, it's not very fulfilling or exciting. Yeah. So you got to fight for what you want as bad, you know, more than giving up on what you, you know, the difficult things that are thrown in your way. Right. And, you know, another thing that we listened to from one of our mentors was, um, you have to become resourceful when in lack of resources. And that's what builds a lot of our character up, you know, because we didn't have money to or anything to start what we've done. Like this started with <laughs> 24 shirts of, in Rob's trunk, you know, in high school with the money that he saved up from lunch or whatever. <laughs> yeah. He probably gave me like four of them too at <laughs> yeah. some point. Like, thanks for DJing, man. <laughs> exactly. Really so, but it, it's, it's those things. It's the hard times that create the character and teach you the lessons that you need to learn that make you more resourceful. Because then when you have the resources, you're not just going to blow it in stupid things or, you know, waste it because you've had to deal with less and, and come from that. So, it, it really is a powerful thing to come from nothing and learn all the ways of how you can create something out of nothing and then make it into something. Right. And, and it, I think you'll be consistently shocked at like how impressive you can be too. Like a lot of times it's like, like man, six weeks ago I thought that I wasn't going to be able to do this shit at all. And then here I am, like, oh, we're we're in the next step now. That thing's done. I'm not even stressed about that thing, you know. Right. I think a lot of people, you know, you'll be surprised at when you just believe in yourself and just give yourself, like, I'm gonna fucking try it. I'm gonna do it. Hey, you can't get stuck with thinking that, oh, I don't know how to do this, so I can't do it at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. right. There's exactly. all kinds of things that I don't know how to do that I end up figuring it out. Like yeah. I changed the front end on my truck just off YouTube, you know, looking up videos on how to do the Bless brakes YouTube. and rotors and calipers and all that stuff and going through them a bunch of different times. But yeah. I figured it out, you know, building websites and all these different things with business and legal stuff and paperwork and you know, how to, you know, make clothes and schedule events and all the logistics that go into every little thing. Like, I didn't know any of this going right. into it. <laughs> but now that but, you've gone through the process of like learning it, it's not like you just magically hit a button and you just know it and it's like, okay, I got these answers I needed. It's like going through the process of learning it and like maybe fucking up on some of it on along the way. Yeah. You know, like that learning it is is what's important. Right. You can't undervalue that. And like, too, like there's been a lot of like expensive lessons we've had to for no doubt <laughs> but that's just all part of the deal you know it's right. like it's not really a mistake it's a lesson you know mm -hmm. you had to pay all this money to get to figure out it didn't work that way right so we didn't pay to go to college we paid for our lessons yeah and that's how we learn <laughs> yeah dude you yeah. make the, you make the mistakes dude and i love the, the talking about like learning from youtube i think that's so important that's something that like this will i mean this is 
like somewhere around 30 to 35 podcast episodes now. And that's been like a huge prevalent thing. It's like a lot of people probably just because around our age and stuff, but mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, I learned from YouTube, learn from YouTube, learn from YouTube. Yeah. I call it YouTube. the university of YouTube. Yeah, bro. I mean, the amount of shit <laughs> that I learn on YouTube, I, I, I am doing the equivalent of traveling to the top of the mountains to like meet the shamans and the monks. I feel like with the amount of like information that I learn every day about meditation and in Buddhism and in all these things that I like, read about and, and listen to on YouTube. Like, and you guys the same way, like about what's in your lane, like something comes up, like, well, we're gonna have to deal with it. Let's learn how to do it. Right? it we have these tools at our fingertips. Not that it's like, I have the magical answer. Like you still gotta fucking put in the work. Like yeah. if your dryer breaks, just cause you found the YouTube tutorial, how to fix your dryer, doesn't mean it's fixed. Like yeah. you still gotta take that thing <laughs> apart. I'm just saying that cause I, one day I was super prideful uh, back in the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, uh, the, the YouTube thing, I spent a whole day taking apart my dryer because I was like, <laughs> I, I can do this with YouTube. And like at the end of the day, it was dark and I took apart the whole dryer situation and I was like, all right, this thing's broken for sure. But I, I know now, I know that it was, I was like, okay, I can't fix this dryer, you know? but I gave, I gave it a try. And I, I mean, I think I like angrily like forgot all of it, but I'd like to think that I lo- know a little bit more about dryers now. Right. <laughs> you never know until you try. <laughs> right. And I think that's something that uh, Andre and I are both starting to lean towards too is like we've realized we wear so many hats that like we shouldn't wear all the hats. Like mm-hmm. him and I should focus on the things that we're good at. So going on 2020, we're slowly going to start reaching out to more people who are actual professionals in certain things, you know. Mm. So that's another thing. Don't try to do everything and thinking that you can do it like yeah youtube will teach you a lot but yeah literally if let the plumber do the plumbing exactly right. yeah don't let it hold you back <laughs> yeah bro don't don't think you need to fucking take apart your dryer every day exactly. <laughs> you know? I feel perfect it. example right definitely there. don't mess with the electrical yeah, well, wiring if well because you know it, that's the thing is like as sure. as people up at the top it's like you get to a point where it's like well we can't keep we can't continue progressing if we don't you know you know, pass the torch may not be the the right terminology there, but like, all right, like we, we trust you guys to handle this in mm-hmm. the storefront and we're going to start working on these things. Like, exactly. you know, uh, it's kind of, you know, just the, a good leader takes care of, takes care of even the management, you know? So like the management, whatever decisions they're making uh, is backed up by the leader and, and you guys are, are forever growing past that and seeing like, what's what does it mean to be a leader in our company, you know, and, and that's going to keep progressing. Well, that's how you grow too. It's like, I remember my mindset at the beginning of the stages and my mindset was, this is my company and I'm going to do everything myself, you know? But as I started to feed my mind more things, it was more like, whoa, like can't build an empire alone. Like when has that ever happened? You know, you need a team, you need the right people on the bus to do the right things for you. And, you know, it's an effort for everyone to get together and put their minds together just like this, you know, like I hope there's a lot of minds that we spark out there just by having this conversation. I, I know, hope so. so. I bet. I bet. And then who was the guy that built the steel company? It was Carnegie. Yeah. Carnegie. Like I remember like listening to a podcast and Dale Carnegie? yeah, Del Carnegie. Yeah, it was Del Carnegie Carnegie. So okay. I don't know if it was Dale or not. I just know the name Dale Carnegie came together in my head. (laughs) (laughs) It was one of them. Someone. (laughs) But anyway, like someone's like, how do you build like the number one steel company in the world? He's like, I know nothing about steel. He's like, but I just knew how to get the right people to work together. 
Right. So it's like you just got to get the right people to work together and the right, right people on the bus to help you grow the vision that you've created. Yeah. And the Did fact that he became the number one steel company and probably one of the richest mans ever to live in America and like make the biggest impact on America is like, dang, okay. Like you knew some shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like. But it like wasn't it, the steel shit. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's, it, 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 right. It, it ain't about the, it ain't about the product as much as it is about like the, the why, the, the why really like the why of your company. Like if someone walks in and they say, what's the why of your company? Like you guys are going to be like, well, shit. All right. And you're going to start talking. And they're like, fuck. Okay. I get it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and if you can keep that why throughout, throughout the whole thing, I, I was thinking about this. Uh, Simon Sinek is somebody who I, I really oh, like. Oh yeah. He's, he's, yep. He, we have yeah, a couple of his books in our shop. Oh, yeah. dude, he's he's fantastic. He, uh, I love his shit. Excellent. Yeah, I've, I've read a couple of his too. Uh, he has a couple lectures, but he talks about uh, uh, n knowing your why. Um, oh, shoot. I forgot what I was going to say about it exactly. Oh, 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 okay. Uh, but but so he was talking about way back in the day, he did a talk. He, uh, he did a talk for Apple and then he did a talk for Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Microsoft first and then Apple. And then he, it was back in the day when he had the Zunes, the Zune, remember the, like before the iPod came out, it was like the Microsoft Zune or Zoom. Oh yeah. Like, mm -hmm. and it was like not, a, it was cool. It was good, but it wasn't like, it was before iPod. So obviously iPod, like the iPod video blew it out of the water, but right before that. Yeah. So he talks about how he was in this, he was in this cab drive and he's uh, like, the guy who's driving is, is an Apple guy. And he's like, I couldn't help it. I had a, so he, he goes, I just, I did some work for Microsoft and they gave me the Zune. It's a lot better than the iPod. Like he remembers saying this, like in the, in the guy driving just goes, I have no doubt. Simon said that. Yeah. So, so Simon said it to the driver okay. who works for Apple. Simon was essentially saying like, Hey, I, I did this talk for Microsoft. They gave me the Zune. Like it's, it's pretty cool. It's better than the iPod. Mm -hmm. And the guy, instead of being like, it's not better than the iPod. He goes of that. I have no doubt. And it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of this thing like, like, and then he talked about how the differences in their companies, like when he went and talked to them, Microsoft was constantly concerned with like, after that, like, how do we be better than Apple? Like their, their goal, like he said, he went to their conference, their meeting or whatever. And they're always talking about like, how do we beat Apple? Here's how we're going to beat Apple. And then this presentation, this guy comes up and he has a presentation. We're going to beat them with this way. And we're going to beat this other company with this. And then he said, he went to the Apple company and they didn't mention any other companies. They just talked about like, here's what we're going to keep doing to continue like what we believe in, you know? Like we said on the first podcast, like I, like us, like I, it's not about being better than anyone. It's about yeah. being the better version of ourselves. Yeah. You only accomplish with yourself. Exactly. Cause why do you, why would you rather focus your time on what other people are doing when you can focus your time on what you could do better for yourself? You know, exactly. Don't waste any time thinking about anyone else or what they're thinking of you either. You know, yeah. just do you. Yeah, bro, eat, eat your dinner plate. Like, stop looking at other people's food. <laughs> Come on, bro, it's sitting right in front of you. It's getting cold. Like, right, you know? I think J. Cole had, like, a rap line about that. Like, something about, like, you're you're too busy watching other people's plates and your dinner's getting mm. cold, you know? And that's, I don't know, I think that's the thing, and you guys do it super well, is you just, like, it, it ain't, like, it's not that you guys have, like, you know, competition that you were going against or whatever. You're, like, trying to, like, get in a certain lane and com directly compete against anybody, but it's, like, you're just focused on your shit. Like, we're pushing our vision. And that's right. the thing. It's like it was never about like 
me trying to be better than anyone mm-hmm. it was me like this is what i want to do and this is what i'm going to do like i'm not just saying that's about- what apple did just saying yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly i have no doubt in my mind that we'll make it to where we see ourselves going one day right. that's the thing you got to see it in your mind before you can create it in reality you know if you don't know where you're going you're going to keep going in circles so it's about having the vision of where you're going and realizing that the journey is not going to be easy Right. So adjust to every level you get to because there's always a new level. I like that. Unless you just let it die. <laughs> then, then you're dead. <laughs> the game over. Hey, but when yeah, you choose game that, over. When you choose that, that ain't an option, when it's like, like, I feel like with I, it's like, you're like, it's not an option. It's like, whatever happens, we're going to keep I told I die, dude. Like, it's, it's not I remember option, when I came yeah. up with the company in high school, like, I always used to tell myself that, like, I till I die. And that's the thing. I till I die is not just a saying. It's actually has meaning behind it i tell i die is all about just committing to your vision and realizing that you're going to do whatever it takes to get you to where you're at until you're in a coffin right that's i till i die well (laughs) and then if if you commit then when something comes down the trail when it comes down like wow crazy big problem happened it's kind of like a relationship right Mm. like like when you get married it's like just because a big argument happens doesn't mean we're going to get a divorce like (laughs) we're going to figure this shit out like it's like bro what you got to set that star you know you got to be like we're doing this like it's Mm. like shit's going to get crazy hard we know that we don't know how hard it's going to get we don't know what's going to happen we're going to have problems that we are so not fucking prepared for but we're going to get through them because we know it. Like you got to set that value point, that fucking, that North star, you know, you guys definitely yeah. have done that well and it comes across and everybody who walks into the store gets to experience that. Right. Yeah. All right. Hey, let's switch it up again real quick. If zombies break through that fucking window right there, what's your move? Hopefully I'm the fastest one out of here. You think you're the fastest one out here? All right. Well, I'm, I'm the it. farthest one. So that's the goal. Well, okay. I'd probably so you don't have to be the only, you know, the fastest. You just got to be the, you know, know first one to get out. Trip over. <laughs> you guys are gonna get it. Probably break a mirror and then stab one in the head, and then yeah. hopefully that one blocks them from the rest of them coming in, and then we all run. We all run. Yeah. But then we got like, all right, what do we do next? And then uh, we try to put stuff on the doorway so no one else can get in. And then you think you think we lock it in down here? Huh? I think. Getting on a cruise ship is probably the best. <laughs> Bro, did you or hear a about spacecraft or spacecraft? Yeah, maybe yeah, the aliens come back yeah. in and they, and they save us. Did you hear about the uh, kind of similar to the the virus thing? But so with the coronavirus over in China, just to time date where we're at right now, and if you guys heard about that, but there's a there's a cruise ship who like there's like a. You literally was just talking about. You were just talking about this. Got, you yeah, might know more about it. Can, can you here. tell me? It's a like cruise ship that's like like they're like their yeah, sickness <laughs> locked in or something. Yeah, there's like a couple thousand people on it. It's been stuck since I think February third under quarantine. Oh my god! All the people are stuck in their rooms. Oh, so can you? I would lose my fucking mind. Yeah, and there's so like fast. seventy people that have been infected with the virus. Uh, I can't imagine that those rooms are very big. I've never been on a cruise ship myself, actually. Yeah, yeah I've never been, but they're definitely not that big. Yeah, they're small. Yeah, they try and pack as many in as well. And also, I saw a picture, and it's like they could see the shore. Like they're like, we're right here. Yeah, and they said that it, it was kind of a anxiety-filled experience when you see all the ambulances sitting over there on the, you know, on the on the shore. And oh my right. god, yeah, but that would be a that's crazy. That that's thing. a real world thing. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, I mean, you never know what's gonna there's, happen. There's been some bad viruses out there. You know, the Black Plague that killed like a third of the world's population. Yeah. That was a pretty rough deal. So, God, it's weird yeah. to think about that we could have like massively, we could just massively have a bunch of people die. Like, uh, what was the, I mean, I mean, I don't know a ton about it, but like even Indians back in the day, um, 
didn't wasn't there like a was it the black flag that like took out a, a lot of the in, Indian people that when we came over here? Well, a lot of Europeans brought over uh, different, you know, bugs. I guess that people right. over here hadn't experienced before. Right. So their immune systems weren't built up to it. Right. And you know the. U.S. military gave a bunch of blankets infected with like smallpox or something to the Indian people and kind of like a biological weapon Yikes. in a way. Pretty messed up. You think they did it on purpose? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck, it was, bro. It was, yeah. There's so much of that crazy stuff in history. Yeah, they don't like, talk about all that stuff in history class. Why didn't they teach that to us in 10th grade? I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, teach that, you know, we're obviously the good guys and right. didn't do anything wrong. Isn't that pretty crazy to think like that's something that like as you get older, it's like, wow, that's kind of like, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, uh, like truths, you know, like, uh, like what you read in your history book in high school. Like, I guess right. I get it, but it's not the truth. It'd be expressed it's, a little bit differently depending on what country you're, you're yeah. growing up in. <laughs> like if you read like my, like my ninth grade history book, this chapter, and then you go to like, you know, China and read their ninth grade history book like it's probably going to say a very different story about right. the same when well, just the news day. media in different parts of the world is always different right because you know, it's owned by certain people over here and certain mm -hmm. agendas are trying to be pushed out and then different things around the world right. you hear a different side of the story in different places so it's kind of a crazy thing to think about well now our news is even like like if you watch this news network, it's telling you completely different things than this news network. And right. like even just in the same city, the per like the person next door to me could be listening to completely different news network about the exact same situation. Right. Like, and it's like, fuck these people, they suck. And then I'm listening to one that's like, these people are awesome. And it's the same situation. Yeah. It's a weird, Crazy. we live in a very weird world for news. Yeah. But I think that if there was some zombie action, and I don't know. It'd be hard if it was like, I always, I always like these situations where it's like, okay, there's zombies, but you got like three days. Like I always like where it's like, you got Before three the days. Before the zombies show up? Yeah. Like, so it's like, <laughs> like you, you get some secret, like, you know, like some text, like, it's like, hey bro, like, I know I'm not supposed to tell you by this, but you know, I work for the CIA. I love you, bro. Like, zombies are coming. Like zombies are coming. You got three days. Like, Damn. Th like that situation is easier for me. I think that I would just mostly panic if there were zombies coming through the window. And I would just like think yeah. I'm tougher than I am and probably just get bit by it or something. You got but low windows, so they're going to be coming in. I know, mom. they're going to be. <laughs> call, her, call her. Mom, can I get a ride? <laughs> All right, but wait, what about that? If you had three days where you can prepare, like right. you can go, like before anybody else knows though, that's the thing is you got to be able to tell the right amount of people, but not everybody because you're going to cause mass mass hysteria. You got time to prepare, you might as well just take as much supplies up and get just away from the population areas as you can that means more zombies you would yeah, rather higher, sure. higher yeah, populations the, like the woods probably better i would you, i would for sure you probably have less zombies out there than you would in the cities that's true there's yeah. you know more humans at but you wouldn't know what's going on like what if the whole city like it's been two years and they're like oh we're fine we figured that out and you're, <laughs> and you're like still living out <laughs> and you're like you have fucking tiki torches so you're like saving your fuel and eating like the same sandwich for three months <laughs> yeah yeah. I don't know. Maybe look for planes flying around or something. <laughs> <laughs> Just be a little hopeful. See if the government has came in yet. That's how we, you'd find out. I and guess, bring right? a, a solar phone charger so you could charge your phone off the sun. There you go. <laughs> then if your service comes back on, you know you can go back. But if you go so far out though, you don't really have service. Like if you're doing it right, you're like not somewhere where you have service. You got to well, that, That's the thing too. It's like you would have to build like a or in like all this crazy shit too. You probably have like, to come back for more supplies too. But I'm what sure. if yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. What if you built the fort too and like it's not as sturdy as you want it to be and like you don't have the supplies to make 
it survivable. Yeah, you realize you got a piece of shit like, fort. You suck damn. at building forts. Yeah, you know how to take apart a dryer, but you can't build a fort. So, and <laughs> with the the forest zombies come, then you're really in trouble. Yeah, once those guys come around, it kind of depends though if it's the we always talk about if it's like the World War Z zombies, like the ones that are just fucking crazy oh, sprinting yeah. at you, or the on ones the that are just like too. whoa, what's up? Yeah, like just scooting at you. True. You know? Right. I thought about that before. Too. Yeah, if they can run, then that's really going to suck. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. There'd be nothing scarier than a zombie that could run. Yeah. Just sprinting at you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, how long does it take for them to get tired? <laughs> do they outrun? Like, do they just keep going until their, like, stuff falls off? Like, their leg just falls off? Right. I mean, if they don't have any sort of, like, well, I'm tired and it's hurting my feet. My feet hurt. They're not I'm even using up. lungs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like, we're, we're, this scenario, it's like, we don't even know how they walk around, but in zombie movies, they figure it out with no breathing air, but they just walk around. Yeah. We just watched uh, Warm Bodies, and they have, like, towards the end. Have you guys seen that one, Warm Bodies? No. Uh, is that on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Or is that a new I, one? I, mm, it's not It's not new. It's a few years old, but it's good. It's, an, it's a nice yeah. movie. It's not like a scary zombie movie. It's kind of like an like irony. It's essentially, like, from the, <laughs> the, it's essentially like this guy who's like, um like your typical like mid-20s guy and he's like yeah so i'm a zombie now and here's how it is it's kind of like that oh, humor it's sick. That one. yeah yeah okay. but but at the end they start to like uh they start to like become more human and stuff and they, they show like the light in their heart starts to shine on oh yeah like that, dude i've know? seen that one dude wouldn't that, much about wouldn't that be fucked up if we're like we got three years deep of just like we've adapted to this killing zombies life like we don't see it like oh that's my mother's body, but like, I know she's a zombie. Like, I don't even feel anything. Just kill her. You know, like we've gotten like to that place of like, there's just zombies. Danger. Just, danger. Yeah. You yeah. just kill them. But then they start waking up and they start like, all right, hey, we're feeling better now. Let us yeah. in. You'd be like, wait. Still don't want to eat your brains now. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure about that? Yeah, that'd be crazy. I always love the movie I Am Legend with Will Smith. You know, that's a fucking always. classic. See, those do- zombies are all... Uh, Whole nother level. I wouldn't want to fuck with those zombies. No, Especially the main smart. one, I would the probably, leader. Oh, man. Yeah. It's a demon. They'd, <laughs> they'd kill me fast. It's weird to think that they, because like, you know, it's just a movie, but like they get smarter technically, but it's kind of yeah. like smarter in a different direction than humans getting smarter. Like, it's not like they're like, they're getting more brain cells and they're like learning. I mean, I guess I don't know. It's a fucking movie, but, <laughs> but like they're learning in like a weird different way than us. Like they're not progressing towards being more human. They're progressing more towards being more of like whatever the primitive surviving like virus they have become in human right. form. It's super interesting. All right, boys. Hey, we are getting up here a little bit in time. Yeah, it seems but like. Is it's there anything that you want to make sure that the world knows? Don't quit. Don't quit. Whatever it is that you want to do in your life, you can do it. Just don't quit. You know, you can have it if you're just stubborn enough to not ever give up on what you want. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Because there's always so many things that'll come up that will, you'll doubt yourself or always an endless supply of obstacles and, you know, hard times or whatever the economy might be or what people might think or, you know, your what your relatives or friends or whoever's opinions might be of, of what you think that you can do. But to a certain point, you just have to just not acknowledge that. Just do what you really feel is what you want to do with your life. Because you can have it if you just don't give up. Absolutely. So, yeah, just don't quit. Well, the main thing for this one would be appreciate your struggle because struggle is what builds you. How do you think diamonds are formed? They're built through pressure, you know, and heat, 
to become the diamond and not only that takes a lot of hard work to get there so just realize it's going to take a lot of work and your journey is going to be more of an up and down roller coaster than you think it is right because once you get to a certain level you think you got it down then you reach a new level and it only gets that much harder and you just think life's almost over or your journey's over but there's always a solution and you'll eventually find it so right. keep going and appreciate those times right because man. when you get to the right level or the level you've been wanting to reach you're gonna be like damn like i knew i could do it so keep going it. keep going i love it boys hey it was a fucking pleasure we're gonna have to do this more often right i feel like oh, it's, yeah, it's a good combo with the two of you Great. It was a pleasure. Thanks for coming over, and, and thanks for uh, giving the world a little bit of your brains tonight. I yeah, appreciate thanks it. for having us. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for letting us be here, and well, my second time here, so. Yeah, there'll be we'll plenty be, more, my friend. We'll be back. We'll Much be back. love, everyone. All right, take care of yourselves, listeners. Have a good rest of your day. John Carrot Love Podcast out.